All right, here we are. It is time for the Extra Points NFL Power Rankings post-week four. As always, we are going to start at the bottom of the barrel. These teams are scum. Some of them have something great going on about them. Teams on the left have something going for them. Teams on the right usually don't. There's a bottom three definitive team in the NFL, if you ask me. It's the Texans, it's the Bears, and it's the Panthers. You can put them in any order. I believe that the Bears would beat the Panthers and maybe the Panthers only. Uh, you know, if they played 10 times out of 10, the Panthers would win the majority of those games. And then if the Texans played those two teams, they'd win a majority of those 10 out of 10 games. If the Colts played all of those teams, I believe they'd win a majority out of 10 games. But since we can't do that in the NFL, we can't do seven-game series, you're just going to have to believe me because I am the end-all, be-all as far as NFL power rankings go. These teams have played like trash for one reason or another. Maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're not. Maybe they just don't have good players. Uh, the best player in these four groups would probably be either Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey. After that, maybe Roquan Smith and Jerry Hughes. Uh, you know, two offensive players, two defensive players. You could combine these four teams and maybe get an average team. Uh, but at the moment, uh, they don't have good quarterbacks. They don't have great lines. I mean, the Colts are supposed to be good. They're not. Uh, and none of them have really good defenses, maybe except for the Bears, who just haven't played anybody yet. On this other side, you know, the Jags have got a great defense and a good offensive line. Uh, they just really can't put games together. The Browns, great offensive line, great running backs. Uh, you know, Mari Cooper, good pass rush. They have good players. They just have yet to put it all together. Uh, and Deshaun Watson will definitely be doing that later on this season. The Seahawks, uh, I got to move them up. I think I had them at 30, maybe 29. But, uh, you know, after hanging 48 points on the Lions, now it's on the Lions, so it's not saying much. But after hanging 48 points on the Lions, not punting once, uh, that, uh, you know, that'll move you up. Great offensive performance from Geno Smith. Uh, and then the Steelers, who have a good defense. They've got a decent decent defense, a good pass rush. Uh, and Minka Fitzpatrick, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, and about nothing else. Next, these are the below-average teams. All these teams, for one reason or another, uh, they're not horrendous teams, but none of them are really teams that you would want to say uh, are going to finish above 500. Now, uh, the Titans might finish above 500, and the Saints, Saints probably will. Uh, but nonetheless, all these teams uh, are bad. Now, the Giants have a 3-1 and one record. I don't believe in that. A lot of these teams are 2-2, two and two, like the Saints, the Titans, the Falcons, the Jets. The, However, the, you know, the, the majority, not the majority, but uh, three of these teams, the Patriots, Raiders, and uh, the Commanders, I almost called them the football team. They're 1-3. and three. Um, You know, a lot of these teams have a few things that are, you know, that are really going for them. The Jets and the, the Commanders, they both have really good – receiver rooms and they both have a very uh, diverse offense the Giants have a good uh, defensive set and Saquon Barkley is going off the Raiders have stars everywhere they're just they just haven't put anything together yet the Patriots have Bill Belichick the Saints you know similar to the Jets and the Commanders they've got great weapons on offense the Falcons uh, you know they just seem to be the most like scrappy hustle team in the NFL where it's just like they're just outperforming uh, their own expectations every week. Titans have Derrick Henry. You know, what more could you ask from some of these teams? I don't know. Maybe just play a little bit better. 
Now, these are the teams that are above average. All of these teams have a few glaring holes. I would say they're mostly good outside of a few really bad spots. The Broncos, good defense, good offensive weapons, just a weak quarterback slash offensive system. Cardinals, they have a lot of good players right now. They just have yet to kind of put it all together. That when I say that, a lot of that, a lot of the times that means it's on the coaching or the quarterback for the Cardinals. I'm not sure which one it is. The Cowboys, they've got a really great defense. They've got good skill players. They just have yet to, you know, fully realize their explosive offensive potential. The Lions, right now, best offense in the NFL, worst defense in the NFL. That'll get you about an as an average team. A little bit above because in the NFL, offense is more important than defense. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, you know, pretty much everything outside of quarterback and interior offensive line, they're great at. Um, so, I mean, really, that's as far as it goes. I mean, Brady, uh, then their interior offensive line, if you replace those with league average, they'd be incredible. The Bengals, uh, you know, they're really good on offense right now, except for the offensive line, but it's slowly getting better. Um, and defense, they're they're just about average. So, you know, they're going to end up being a slightly above average team. The Rams, uh, I would say that the Rams, maybe other than the Chargers, the Rams have the most stars at positions in the NFL. They've got, uh, you know, Cooper Cup, um, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and Matthew Stafford all up in there. But overall, they're just, they're, they're, they're not very good, uh, you know, at putting – at putting stars to the test and, you know, producing wins. Uh, the Dolphins, they've got, you know, great wide receivers, tight end. Uh, they've got an accurate quarterback when Tua, you know, if and when Tua comes back healthy. Uh, you know, we're, you know, praying to make sure that, you know, that concussion isn't a, you know, serious injury for him. Uh, and they've got good cornerbacks and a decent pass rush, but their offensive uh, not offensive line, but their run game is not strong, and their run defense isn't strong either. Uh, very similar to the way that the Packers used to be as far as that's concerned. Uh, and then we've got the cream of the crop. These are the best teams in the NFL. I seriously considered uh, just swapping the Chiefs and the the Bills, you know, just because of how dominant the Chiefs were up against Tampa Bay. But uh, what I saw from the Bills is that they absolutely did and can win one-score games. And not only did they win a one-score game, but they did it against, you know, another top-10 team in the NFL and these Baltimore Ravens that you see right across from them there. Uh, and I know it's an ugly win, but they they put it together, you know, while being hurt. Kudos to them. The Eagles, 4-0, they haven't really looked like they have a weakness this because what we've seen from them is that they they get out to big leads and then they can't continue to put up points. But then they did that against the Jaguars. Uh, not only did they score in the second half, but they were, you know, they had a pretty big deficit. They were down 14-0. Jalen Hurts brought them back in the game uh, against a very good Jacksonville defense. The Chiefs, you've got Andy Reid, you've got Travis Kelsey, you've got Patrick Mahomes, you've got one of the best offensive lines in the league, you, you've got a very deep receiver room, and you've got defensive skill players that are just – you know, very similar to the Rams, just kind of died. You know, you've got Frank Clark, you've got Chris Jones, uh, you know, Trent McDuffie is coming back. You've got George Karloftis, all these guys, you know, put them together. They're going to be good players. The Packers, I believe, have the best roster in the NFL outside of the wide receiver position, obviously. Um, I just, I don't believe in the coaching staff. And, you know, for that reason, you know, if, if the coaching staff, to me, 
if they had an average or a slightly above average coach, they'd be number one on this team. But I just don't think that Matt LaFleur and his staff are the right guys. On the other side, you know, coming down to number eight, you see the 49ers, uh, you know, they just beat beat up on the Rams. You know, they're starting to put things together. They did it without Trent Williams. Once Trent Williams comes back, uh, you know, Jeff Wilson, just another random running back that's stepping in for the guy that got injured before him and, you know, coming out to produce, you know, 15 carry 80 yard games. It's the, the 49ers just produce these guys like it's a factory. The Vikings, they're very similar to the Chargers and the and the Rams in that they just have stars in places. They've got, you know, slightly over the hill, but they've got Patrick Peterson on the defense. They've got Harrison Smith in the secondary once he comes back healthy. Uh, you know, they've got Zadarius Smith on the line. They've got Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. You know, all these guys, you just put them together, and the coaching staff has yet to click. Kevin O'Connell, this is only his fourth game as a head coach, so there's absolutely time for him. I'm not, you know, I'm not calling him a bust or anything like that the way that I kind of did to Matt LaFleur. Uh, but we have yet to put everything together for the Vikings. We want to see what it looks like. The Chargers have the most stars at every position in the NFL. They've got, uh, you know, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Justin Herbert, Rashawn Slater, Corey Lindsley, Zion Johnson, uh, you know, they've got Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Derwin James, J.C. Jackson, Asante Samuel, just an unbelievable plethora of skilled players on this team. I didn't even mention Austin Eckler. Their only problem is, number one, injuries, and number two, cohesion. It seems like this team, uh, you know, has never had a fully, fully dominant stretch from every position uh, you know, it's either the offense is playing extremely well that the defense is and they're often inconsistent from half to half, quarter to quarter, uh, but they just have too many good players and they're still winning games. And then the Ravens, we talked a little bit about the Ravens earlier, um, you know, against the against the Bills. I think they are a good and great team even. Uh, it's just their defense is it's it's banged up. But even when it wasn't, it wasn't good. Uh, you know, hope the hope is that everybody comes all together and, you know, by the time later on in the season, if, you know, Lamar can keep winning without them, they can, you know, be careful and rest and make sure everybody's healthy. Uh, but then as far as the offense is concerned, they really need to trade for a weapon uh, like at the wide receiver position because Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman are a joke compared to all of the rest of these receiver cores, obviously, except for the Packers where they're, you know, just a little bit behind the Packers overall. Um, now, obviously, the Ravens have Mark Andrews, but other than Mark Andrews and Lamar Jackson, there's nobody that you can rely on on this team uh, as far as as far as scoring ability, uh, unless you just want to have Justin Tucker cross midfield and start kicking footballs. But nonetheless, uh, John Harbaugh and Brian Staley, you know, have the Chargers they are very similar head coaches in that they're going to go for, uh, you know, weird, you know, weird situations. They're going to go for it on fourth down. You know, they're going to. They're going to fake punts. They're you know, going to fake field, like whatever it is right there. They're going to, they're going to do stuff that if it works, they're, you know, they're going to be considered geniuses. They're going to go for two. And if it doesn't work, you know, everybody's going to be questioning them. I'm not saying that John Harbaugh shouldn't have gone for it on fourth down. All I'm saying is that your defense, you know, you really don't expect to give up a touchdown in that full amount of time to the bills who you did hold them to three points through like three quarters. And then you gave up 17 points. 
so you want to see if you can just get, you know, another vintage stop. And I understand putting the ball into Lamar's hands, but you gotta you got to call it better play. if you're. But nonetheless, cream of the crop. These are the best teams in the league. Above average, these are, you know, the next group of teams. These are the below average teams. And this is the bottom of the barrel. So thanks for watching that video. Be sure to like and subscribe. Let me know what you think in the comments down below. And make sure to stay up to date on all of our future content.